Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings, from premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts. Start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. This episode is brought to you by Reese's Peanut Butter Cups. In breaking news, leading scientists worldwide are conducting experiments to determine if Reese's Peanut Butter Cups are the perfect combination of peanut butter and chocolate. However, it appears the study was inconclusive, as the scientists couldn't help but eat all the Reese's. Because when you want something sweet, you can't do better than Reese's. Find Reese's now at a store near you. Buff Nation! Let's go! Where are all those Lakers in five colors? Wow, at? crazy, right? They just, like, disappeared, man. Uh, changed their abbeys, <laughs> changed their names, different person entirely. Into thin air. Amazing. Just like the Lakers championship chances after last night. Oh. Western Conference champs, man. It doesn't... Uh, I, I'm on cloud nine. <laughs> last, night, last night was pretty amazing here. It was... Remarkable. When that Jokic shot with two minutes left went in, it was like I saw. I was on Reddit last night. They said he shoots the ball like a trebuchet, <laughs> and I love it. Dude, I just love. He has that unblockable shot. Yeah. The shot clock. Like he has a chance. He hit two last night. I know the one in the first half was insane too. It really was one over LeBron, one over AD. Poetic. Oh man, he's had so many of those shots this series too. The game two one over AD. He's amazing. I'm glad the world is finally going to learn that. It's about time. Uh, we're DMVR Buffs Primetime. We're presented by Illegal Pete's. Check out any of their 10 Colorado locations for happy hour. 36 p.m. every single day. Jake RK. Still basking in that Nuggets glory, but always here to talk some buffs. Kerry Mains. Mans. Mans. Kari Mans. Kari, Kari, Kari Mans. Mans. <laughs> you, you only got both names. Oh, man. I've got a whole off-season to work on it, though. <laughs> I'm also just guessing based on spelling. So you could have been right. Um, some would say he's the mans for the job. Yeah, there we go. <laughs> Whose mans is this? It's ours. <laughs> yes, Colorado's Coach Primes. So this guy listed a defensive line on Maine's roster, but his uh, height and weight suggest to me this is a pure edge, 6'3", 230. Yeah, for sure. I mean... Even then, a little slim. Mm-hmm. Uh, you'd love to see him get over 250. Right. I mean, I, I guess in college, there's sub-250 edge players. Well, they've assembled this group now. If you throw him in there, D.V. Oh. Harris. Sounds like we're having mic issues, or is that fixed? There we go. Okay. Are we good? Yep. Dang, I was talking all that shit. I know. No one, <laughs> no one hear me. heard you. I heard you, though. It was amazing. <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> Um, they have this group that they've assembled, though, with uh, Kyrie Mains. Mans. <laughs> Kyrie uh, Mans. There's so many I's in his first name that I just, like, kind of carry one over to his yeah, last name. Yeah, fair, fair. But um, anyways, with him, with Jeremiah Brown, and with D.V. Harris, these group of guys, all around six foot 230-ish, lighter, assuming that they're going to be edge rushers, kind of these Swiss Army knives that we've been talking about for Charles Kelly's defense— being able to play off the ball, on the ball, 
Um, and what we saw from DV Harris, this guy's a pure athlete. He can make plays in coverage and take the ball to the house. Yeah. So this is a very athletic. I don't even because they're they don't feel like true edge rushers to me. Like Do- Dominic's your edge rusher, right? Like two fifty, Derek yes. McClendon. Yes. These guys are more like situational. I feel. Yeah, and I mean, they are stocking up on athletes at that position. They want guys who can move, and I think it's all about the Russian cover kind of philosophy. Mm-hmm. What I mean about that is when you put speed out there on the edge, you force the quarterback to get the ball out quicker. But if you're using uh, press coverage on the outsides, the quarterback has nowhere to go with the ball quicker. Yep. So it's that Russian cover combo, you know, obviously the biggest version of it that I'm going to remember is Von Miller and DeMarcus Ware. Mm-hmm. Um, obviously Von more a little more of the speed guy than DeMarcus, but both guys coming off the edge and then you have a keep to leave and Chris Harris Jr. on the outside. They're getting in someone's face, knocking them off the line. Both both are working in unison, right? Because by knocking them on the line, you're giving those pass rushers a, a split second extra, but also by forcing the quarterback to get the ball out quickly, you're giving those those uh, DBs a chance to make plays on the ball before they can get downfield. So it's a uh, it's a beautiful thing, and I think honestly that you're going to see some like NASCAR packages yes. and stuff like that from this defense where they're bringing in multiple speed rushers all at once to try and force the quarterback to throw the ball. And like you want to throw a slant on Travis Hunter? Well, guess what? By the time that the pressure is getting there, your your boy hasn't even gotten off the line, and Travis might be able to jump that and take it back the other way. For sure. So Kyrie Manns, last year, 43 total tackles, four sacks, six and a half tackles for a loss. He also had a forced fumble. Um, and then in 2020, I guess, one, in the spring is when he played that year. Um, started all four games, 23 tackles, three for a loss, one and a half sacks, a pass breakup. Um, he also had a fumble return for 20 yards against Northern Illinois last year, or in 2021, sorry, fall 2021. Um, again, I don't have his 22 stats, but just judging off of that, he seems like a pretty productive player, even at Maine. Doesn't have any transfer stars, according to 247 Sports. But he is now, if you include Chance Main, who, of course, was on the team last year but came back, this is the 15th defensive lineman slash edge player that Coach Prime has added to this roster. Last year, this team only had nine total sacks. Jordan Dominic had seven and a half alone in the SEC. Um, I mean, these guys are quadrupling CU's sack total from last year already. Just insane. Uh, and we are getting ready to continue our series of comparisons and lookbacks on what Colorado's getting and what they lost. And this one, the Sacks one, might be one of the most jarring numbers of all. Yeah. I mean, it's it was a huge hindrance on this team, on this defense last year, not yep. able to pressure the quarterback at all. Now, as you said off the top, not only do you have some lockdown corners in Travis and Carmani, and then solid guys behind them and Jaquez Robinson and O'Marion Cooper. Uh, but now you have the pass rush to kind of round it all out. It's, uh, it's a beautiful thing. And again, how many uh, of those speed, uh, speed rushers did you just mention? 
So guys that I consider speed rushers, I'd say D.V. Harris. Um, I'd say our guy, Kyrie Car- Mains, who just committed. Uh, fighting that one. I'm, I'm fighting it bad. <laughs> <laughs> Jeremiah Brown, I would consider that. Yeah. Um, he's, he's strong, too, but... Right. But then after that, it's a bunch of guys that hover around 250, 6'2". Okay. I mean, Taj Alston, Jordan Dominic, Chance Main. I mean, what I was going to say is, like, you only need a couple of these guys to hit. Yeah. Like, you stock... Coach Prime is stocking up on the money positions. Wide receiver, cornerback, edge rusher. These are, you know, the places where NFL teams are paying. Yep. Um, the other one would be tackle, which I, they, I couldn't, can't quite say they've stocked up at tackle. Uh, but, you know, in terms of um, the outside-in philosophy, the corners, the edge rushers, the wide receivers, um, Coach Prime is stocking up on these guys because he knows if three or four of these guys are good, we're fine. Yep. If one of them turns out to be great, we're in great position. Mm-hmm. And if anything more than that happens, we are over the moon. Yep. Um, so hopefully this uh, at least slows down the questions and comments on what about the defensive line? The defensive line is like over stacked. Yeah, for real. Fifteen new players. Yeah, uh, like fourteen technically. There's going to be more transfers out of there mm-hmm. eventually because the the depth chart is going to get stacked against some guys. Right. Um, okay, we had Jordan Johnson Ruble who spent some time in Colorado, was, I would consider, a pretty big target in this 24 class. Uh, Buff's Twitter was all over his posts. He was posting, you know, retweeting articles that Adam wrote of him and Coach Prime and stuff. Seems like he was in on Colorado. He posted a top five. No CU, though. Mm. Um, That's no fun. The page just refreshed on me. I'm so sorry. (laughs) Okay. Well, if CU's not in, we don't even care. We don't care. Texas, <laughs> TCU, USC, Ohio State, Michigan. He also said, um, so he's got official visits ready for all four of those, except for TCU, which is his hometown team. He said he's visited 15 times. What more do you need to see? I don't know. <laughs> but um, I consider this, uh, a, it hurts a bit, I think, in the 24 class. I mean, they've been going after the top safeties. He's definitely one of them from IMG Academy, from Florida. But he is out on the buffs, it seems, at least for now. Yep. All right. Well, safety is pretty stacked. It is pretty stacked. And, and they're still going after a lot of the guys in the 24. And it's so funny because back in the day, you used to think of like transfers. Uh, usually were grad transfers or guys that had to sit, sit out. These This transfer class is actually stacked up, no surprise, strategically so that there's actually class balance Mm -hmm. and so it's not like you're just going to lose all these guys next year like you will you only have shiloh for a year um and there's probably one or two more that are only here for a year but like i'm pretty sure it wasn't Vito tisdale a redshirt sophomore yep there's a couple young guys in that mix that are just like it does you don't have to go get a safety for next year like you've got a lot of depth so the only safety leaving next year is a guy who just came in, and that's Roderick Ward, who is out of Robert Morris, I believe. Yes. As a JUCO transfer. No, he was the Utah. Oh, the uh, Southern Utah. Southern right? Utah or New Mexico State or something like that. <laughs> we don't have a New Mexico <laughs> kid. Southern Utah, good job. All right, thank you. Um, but yeah, that's the only safety 
who is out of eligibility after this year. Trevor Woods coming back, Slusher coming back, Silman Craig, Travis J, Vito Tisdale. Um, but in terms of other safeties, um, KJ Bolden is one of the top, I think he's like a top 15 recruit in this class, top 10 at least. Oh, yeah. Um, they've been in on him. Trying to look see who else. Uh, Brandon Jacob, who we just talked mm-hmm. about yesterday. Um, so you lose one target, but you got two more to keep going after. Love it. <clears throat> Real quick on this Nuggets victory and why it's so sweet. And oh, I'm yeah. going to put it in Buffs terms so that I'm not breaking, uh, breaking from the mold too much here. For me, I have to imagine I wasn't alive for it. This is how CU fans felt in 1986 when they finally got over the hump against Nebraska. I believe Nebraska had won 25 consecutive games mm-hmm. against CU at that point. And the Lakers had won seven consecutive uh, playoff series against, you know, against the Nuggets, which was all, all seven. Um, and I call it like a f- – it's kind of like a final boss thing. Right. It's like the Nuggets, every time they had ever had a good season, had run into the Lakers mm-hmm. as underdogs and lost. The Buffs, same thing. They were like finally starting. Like I think it was '85. They finally got back to a bowl game. Bill McCartney's kind of whatever his style was starting to, to work. And it's like '86. They run into Nebraska and they finally beat them. And there's just like this this thing that happens psychologically. That's like, oh okay, we're on that level now. Mm-hmm. We're there. And obviously '86 turns into '87, turns into '89, turns into '90. Yep. You're national champions. Uh, and I think that's that's why like Nuggets fans are going crazy like this because it's like they they did it they did the thing that no one thought they could do N- maybe not in on on the micro scale of this series but like in the grand scheme of NBA history people are like the Nuggets can't beat the Lakers right and there was a time where people were saying Colorado can't beat Nebraska mm-hmm. so that like for me I've always thought about man that must have been so cool to see the buffs finally surpassed this team that was, you know, regarded in such a high light. And that's why you get like that hate. There's like this thing when you've been punched down on so many times, when you finally, you know, you, you land the punch. Yeah. There's something sweet about it. Yep. Feels uh, oh so sweet. Um, shout out to Lawrence. He had a good comment. Um, Miles Rouser, former Campbell safety, has yet to commit too. Okay. So there's another transfer portal guy in the mix. Uh, shout out to Pins and Aces, the official golf apparel partner of All City and DMBR. They got great polos, hats, golf bags, um, beer sleeves. Um, I don't want to. What is it? Head covers. Wow. You're a golfer. I paid it to. Is that what it is? Yes. Yes. I paid just attention. Have to think twice about it. <laughs> well, I heard the Broncos pod today. And <laughs> just messed you up. Yeah, and just heard uh, whatever Zach was calling it in my head, and I was club like, head. I've never he heard that in my Club life. heads, club covers. <laughs> yeah. um, but Pins and Aces has you covered. Uh, you can check out pinsandaces.com. Make sure you use the code DMVR. You'll receive fifteen percent off your first order and free shipping. Again, pinsandaces.com. And then Shador's number two. Um, you guys already know at this point, you've been absolutely crushing it. You can get your hands on Shador's number two. If you go to plbse.com, use the code all city, you'll get 10% off your order of Shador's number two barbecue sauce. 
Do you have any plans for your next uh, recipe that includes Shador's number two? Mm, okay, so... I've got two. This is something that we were doing last year during the Avs run, um, but before an Avs home playoff game that like some of our friends was going to, we would have a little barbecue over at our place. So I'm thinking I'm going to do some barbecue chicken on the grill. Nice. Uh, for game one of the Western or of the NBA finals. Um, but that's a long time from now, sadly. Yeah. <laughs> uh, so I might get some Shador's number two in before that. Love that. I'm thinking of making some pulled pork soon or just going like straight up making just some chicken strips and then making like barbecue chicken wraps or something. One of like the big things I'm looking forward to about of eventually owning a home mm-hmm. is to have a smoker. Yes. It's like you just can't you can't have like a smoker out on your I know. your porch of your apartment complex. Yeah. My dad's a big uh big smoker, big oh, barbecue yeah. guy. So same I'm have same to bring, with my dad. Uh, Shador's back home. My dad has like like he just collects it's like his thing, you oh, know. Oh yeah, he's got five of them, my yes, dad. Yes. <laughs> same thing. So he's like, Oh, well, this one kind of works better <laughs> exactly. for briskets. And yeah. This is more of a pulled pork smoker. I'm like, bro, you know what? You, you worked hard for your money. <laughs> this is what you love. Keep buying smokers. Uh shout out to Pops. He just admits he's like, Yeah, I'm just gonna try this one, just see how it goes. And I feel like I, I one of these days I'm just like, is there any of these that you don't want? <laughs> For sure. Can I get one of these? Yep. I'm already there too. Whatever's last in your rankings, throw Love it my it. way. Uh, again, plbse.com. Use the code ALLCITY for 10% off. Your order should order number two. All right. Uh, Travis Hunter is amazing. Damn right. But uh, Athlon Sports put out earlier in the week their 2023 college football preseason All-American team. And right there on first team offense as an all-purpose player is Travis Hunter. First team offense? First team offense is what he's listed as. So you're telling me that Colorado's number one corner <laughs> yes. is a first team all-American on offense. That's uh, how it would appear. Hmm. Doesn't sound like a team that's going to win two games to me, Dan Patrick. You would think, right? <laughs> Um, he joins, I mean, all purpose to me kind of means like running back slash wide receiver, which he isn't. Um, yeah, he's just a wide receiver, right? But there, uh, he is an all, pur- maybe they're just saying like, he's an all purpose player because he's going to play defense. He yeah. might return a punt or something. Right. So the first team wide receivers, Marvin Harrison Jr. No surprise. Uh, and then his teammate, Emeka Egbuka. And then uh, Romo Dunze out of Washington with Travis Hunter as your top four wide receivers, running backs, Blake Corum, and then Quinshawn Judkins out of Ole Miss. Caleb Williams is your quarterback. There you go. Uh, Defensively, not much. I only see one Pac-12 player, and that's Braylon Trice, the edge player out of Washington. Going down to second team. Uh, Dorian Singer, former Arizona wide receiver, now at USC, makes the wide receivers. USC using the rest of the Pac-12 as a farm system for their wide receivers really pisses me off. Yeah, it's not great. (laughs) Not great at all. Uh, We'll talk about Pat Narduzzi here in a bit. He was very fired up last year when they stole uh, Jordan Addison from him. That's why he hates the transfer portal so much. We'll get into it. Uh, Jalen McMillan, also the wide receiver out of Washington, makes second team. Brent Keithy, Utah tight end on the second team. Second team defense, uh, Layatu Latu out of UCLA, the linebacker. 
Kalen Bullock, the safety out of USC, and Cole Bishop, the safety out of Utah. Michael Penix made a third-team uh, quarterback. All right. Um, they love Penix. They really do. Just the whole, like, he, uh, he gets a lot of love, even from you. You love him, too. Dude, I think he's legit, yeah, man. No, and I'm not, I don't like, I'm not being a hater or anything, but he's, like, very hyped up this year. I, for me, personally, outside of Shador and Caleb, he's my favorite quarterback in the pack. I mean, ball placement, right? Yeah, exactly. It, he's so good at it. It's an extra weapon in college. Yep. Because most players should be able to do it in the NFL. The ones that don't obviously suck. Mm-hmm. Um, but most players don't have good ball placement in college. And so, you know, it comes down to the scheme to get guys wide open. But when you have a quarterback who can make those tight window throws and place the ball where he wants to, it's it's a weapon, which is why I'm so high on Shador Sanders. Exactly. Uh, Athlon went hard. Fourth, They went down to fourth teams. Uh, at fourth team wide receiver, not on a team, Zachary Franklin. Interesting. Is it because he's not on a team? I, I mean, <laughs> he literally was one of the best receivers in the country last I year. I know. I know. But, um, I mean, if the Buffs get him, that's a – there's your top three with Jimmy Horn, and that's pretty damn good. I've been asking for a lot. You know, I was like, just give me Alton and I'll be happy. Now right. I'm, I'm right back. Just give me just give me Zakari and I'll be happy. Um, Cal had a player listed on fourth-team defense. Uh, maybe that's why on three ranked them above CU in those stupid rankings. Actually, some decent Pac-12 representation on this list, though. Love to see it, kind of. Um, Ari Wasserman is the Ohio State beat reporter for The Athletic. Definitely heard that name before. Yep. He got some early access to the new NCAA football game. What? Yep. Hold the fuck on. He had to sign an NDA, though. But he did. Uh, he gave out some details that are pretty encouraging. Um, can we get in on this or what? I, EA, I mean, come on, man. Yeah. Two massive fans here. Exactly. Also, a member of probably your most dedicated Madden community (laughs) is the DNVR Madden League. Right. Toss us a bone. (laughs) So this is from a podcast. Um, full quote is, uh, EA Sports contacted me about the development of this game. I'm not allowed to give any of the details because I, because I had to sign an NDA, but they took me through the recruiting interface and were like using my coverage and resources. They were asking how often I see this happen or how we should do this or that. And I will tell you because I've seen kind of some of the back of the interfaces of what they're working on. It's going to be awesome. They're doing it in a way where you're not just going to get a Madden engine with college uniforms they are really trying, and I think the reason they delayed it a year was they wanted to make sure that when the game finally made its return, that it wasn't just some crappy knockoff of Madden and that it was its own thing. The dynasty mode and recruiting and rankings and all that that we talk about on his show is going to be represented to some extent in the video game. All right. I think using him as their resource for this is weird. Like, use, why not use a national? I know. Like, why aren't you going to, like, Steve Wiltfong or something? Right. But hey, good for him. I'm clearly very jealous. Uh, <laughs> maybe the DMVR Buffs podcast will be featured in uh, later installments. Damn, could you imagine if there's like a voiceover of us? Like, <laughs> like new pod just dropped. 
It's like us talking about some guy's NIL deal. Well, it's just like, oh my God, they, Colorado <laughs> just got this five star, blah, blah, blah. And it's our voices. Could yeah, you imagine? Yeah. <laughs> or like you could like change the name from us saying Coach Prime and it's like, Coach Jake is getting disrespected <laughs> by the national media. This is bullshit. That would be amazing. <laughs> um, again, I can't wait for this game. And we're going to talk about it uh, as often as these great headlines and stuff come out about it. It's encouraging oh, yeah. stuff. It's so exciting. It's just hard to trust EA, though. I know. I know. See, maybe that's why they don't give us the game. Yeah, that's probably They're like, you don't trust us, we don't trust you. <laughs> Fair. <laughs> All right. I've got the full comments from Pat Narduzzi. He spoke to 247 Sports, Brandon's Marcello. Headline, Pat Narduzzi rips Deion Sanders' roster overhaul. Bad for college football. Um, the main quote is the one we read yesterday where he's like, this is not what it's meant to be, blah, blah, blah. Um, we'll see how it works out. But to me, that looks bad on college football coaches across the country. The reflection is on one guy right now, but when you look at it overall, those kids that have moms and dads and brothers and sisters and goals in life, I don't know how many of those 70 that left really wanted to leave or they were kicked in the butt to get out. Well, Pat, it's not really hard to find that out. Well, and the big thing for me is just like, so Deion Sanders, Coach Prime, is it's his responsibility to hold on to the screw-ups in recruiting from previous coaching staffs. And we know how short leashes are in college football these days. And obviously, you know, it would be different for Coach Prime if he had to inherit that roster. But the truth is, and Pat Narduzzi wouldn't be able to relate to this, the leash is even shorter for African-American head coaches. Mm -hmm. And so he has to sit there and play with these guys who can't play at this level just because they have moms and dads and brothers and sisters <laughs> and hopes and dreams and hopes and dreams like what what well look man coach prime hasn't broke any rules in fact he's operated within the rules of this opportunity of being hired this year or if he was hired last year he wouldn't be able to do what he's doing this year but because he's able to do it and it's literally in the rules. He can do this. Um, there's the they bring up the the scholarship thing that yep. uh, Lincoln Riley used last year at USC, where you basically kick players off the team, but allow them to keep their scholarships or financial aid to keep going to school there. Yeah, I mean these are just anyone can do this. Yes, yes, it's crazy. So, come on, man. Um, the article mentioned Lincoln Riley and Jordan Addison and how Narduzzi was, I mean, he did not hold back last year when um, USC was rumored to be in on Jordan Addison, Texas. I'm sure that Jordan Addison came away with a bag last year. Oh, yeah. And to be honest, in that moment, I was probably, you know, feeling more of what he was feeling. Right. Because we just had all of our best players taken away from us. Right. And we saw what happened when that happened. We went 1-11. Exactly. But it's not. Uh, Sean said it the best. Don't hate the player, hate the game. Yep. Just because Coach Prime is doing the best job of taking advantage of what what's available to him, it's not his fault. So after being mentioned about uh, Lincoln Riley and all that stuff with Jordan Addison last year, 
This quote shows up in the article. I grew up in a profession that you can't tell a guy that he has to leave based on athletic ability. I think he'll be shocked that he probably had some pretty good football players in that room. When I got to Pitt back in 2015, I didn't kick anybody off. Zero. Those are your guys. When you become a head coach, you inherit that team and you coach that team. If someone wants to leave, that's great. You don't kick them out. I disagree with the whole process. That's not why I got in the game. Uh, yeah, I don't know what to tell you, man. That's not how it has to be. Yep. <laughs> it's this, the whole game is about winning. Oh, we have a Matt Rule quote in this article. Oh, spare me. <laughs> you don't want it? No, I want it. <laughs> <laughs> um, so he took a shot at Coach Prime back on April 15th. Um, we already talked about this. The quote was, I hear other schools say they can't wait for today, the transfer portal. They can't wait to get out, blah, blah, blah. I can't wait to coach my guys. Remember that one? Yeah, yeah. Um, so Rule told 247 Sports his comments were directed to some really good recruits who were visiting Nebraska's campus on that day. I hate that it got flipped that way, he said. <laughs> what? <laughs> he continues. I think Coach Prime's done an amazing job of making them highly, highly, highly relevant. There you go. <laughs> it's, all anyone's, it's all anyone's talking about. Oh, I, that's... that. You can hear it. There's salt in that. It's yep. all anyone's talking about. I think it's what college football needs, though. Okay. We can't have just a couple schools in the north and a couple schools in the south. We need players, coaches, and schools in Texas to be great. We need Nebraska and Oklahoma to be great. We don't need We Nebraska need Colorado to be great. We do. We need Oregon, Washington, UCLA, USC. We need the whole country to have relevant teams. <laughs> so having Nebraska and Colorado back for the next two years, Coach Prime is going to make it a lot of fun. Hopefully, I can keep up. Wow, that might be the least lame thing he's ever said. I know. Oh, that's amazing. Interesting. I would be so pissed if Coach Prime said we need Nebraska to be great. Dude, how did Nebraska fans take that quote? I don't know. They're pretty delusional. They just ignore the stuff they don't like and pump up the stuff they do. <laughs> that's very true. Uh, they've been uh, hot in the mentions recently, too. They found the video from last week of uh, that we posted. I saw that. Yeah. <laughs> And they're right. I don't trust the U fans to keep the red out anymore. So ah, we'll see. hopefully they'll be sad. They'll take that L on the way out, just like the Lakers. <laughs> uh, last thing I got. This is from Jeremy Crabtree of On3. Headline, House proposal would give NCAA everything it wants with federal NIL reform. Uh, a second draft of federal NIL legislation has surfaced in the U.S. House of Representatives. Um... I mean, this is all kind of confusing legislative stuff, but this is from Representative August Fluger of Texas. <laughs> what? It's just, it's just, I feel like I'm, it's something out of a movie. Representative August Fluger out of Texas. <laughs> Do you want to know how this name is spelt? P, it starts with a P, right? Yeah. P-F-L-U or something? P-F-L-U-G-E-R. Yeah. There was a, a, recruit, a basketball recruit for CU back in the day named Rex Fluger. Uh, he ended up going to Notre Dame, having a pretty good career, I think. But I really wanted him so because that's of how his I name. That, yeah. <laughs> no, because he was really good. Oh, <laughs> it's a good name though. Um. Anyway, he spoke to this Jeremy. Guy sounds Crabtree. like he wears a monocle. <laughs> he probably does. He's probably ninety years old. <laughs> he spoke to uh, Jeremy Crabtree and gave a few quotes. The most significant portion of this proposal will create a new regulatory body tasked with establishing enforcing rules pertaining to collectives, boosters, 
and student-athlete endorsement contracts. Student-athletes who enter into a contract will be required to report their agreement to this new body and their university within a specified period. He continued, The makeup of this new entity is going to be a critical component throughout its legislative development, and it is vital Texas Voices are part of this conversation. While I do have reservations about creating a new regulatory body, I believe it is a better option than delegating such a responsibility to the FTC. Um, the only instance in which the FTC will intervene is in cases of deceptive practices now. Uh, again, this bill is unlikely to pass. Um, that's what Mitt Winter, a sports attorney at Kenny Hertz Perry LLC, said in this article. Um, he kind of broke it down further. He said it's aimed at NIL collectives and some strong words here. It's another attempt to move things backward instead of working on a new model that reflects reality. Hmm. Interesting. I'm not going to go. Uh, I'm not going to get into politics. ever. Right, yeah. Um, I will just say that I have no idea if this actual bill is good. But. Um, what's the word I'm looking for? I don't know. Guardrails. Mm-hmm. when it comes to nil is a good thing not just for college football in my opinion but also for the buffs yep um so again the spirit of nil is for players to be able to capitalize via their name image and likeness via businesses in my opinion that was the what this was built for it was selling your own jerseys it was um getting money off of the college football video game it was doing a deal with dnvr and getting a shirt and getting a cut of those sales and mm-hmm. doing a signing at the bar and being able to get paid all that that stuff is great a nike deal for all i care um the collective is just paying players um and while that is good for the players for sure and and i'm happy for them for getting the bag um it is not good for the sport because it just muddies things yeah so I think there's a happy medium in there where players should be able to make money. Mm-hmm. I want them to. I want them to all to be making money off this stuff. Um, $13 million offers for quarterbacks coming out of high school is not a good thing. It's not. So let's. I hope we find a, uh, a happy medium. Right. And that's all I wanted to add is that just getting a handle on these collectives and boosters who yes. are literally just throwing bags at kids – is probably that's like the most glaring thing I think that needs change. Yes, and honestly, um, like the whole NIL thing was done so poorly. Just like they rolled it out and they were just like, yeah, "Have at it, turn the faucet on." We have no plan for how to regulate this. Yep. And everyone was like, "Wait, they have no plan for how to regulate this. Let's just do everything." Exactly. And now you have the wild, wild west. Um, but I think this bodes well for Colorado. Coach Prime's been adamant that. He's not going to bring players here for the NIL. It's about getting to the NFL. Um, so, I mean, if anything, this changes very, very small things for Colorado. Maybe you could even help them out a bit. So, Look at this comment from Houston. I ordered Shador Sanders' number two barbecue sauce, and it is fire. <laughs> Let's go. After a skeptical look, even my wife likes it. LOL. It's Love so it. good. It's really, really good. Yep. Uh, I love the little spice at the end of it, too. And, like, I would call my... I don't know if connoisseur is the right word, but like I am decently picky when it comes to my barbecue sauce. Oh, yeah. Like it's got a hit mm-hmm. because a bad barbecue sauce, in you my opinion, tell. just like ruins everything. Yep. A good barbecue sauce enhances everything. Right. Um, okay, we'll get to questions. Shout out to Illegal Pete's, the presenting sponsor of this show. It's patio season. Um, Illegal Pete's has you covered with their house beer bucket specials. 
Five refreshing 16-ounce beers for $15. Doesn't get much better than that. So come soak up the sun with a loaded burrito and a crisp beer at the patio of any illegal pizza location. Your go-to spot for burritos, buddies, and beer. Love you, illegal Pete's. Shout out to Breckenridge Brewery. Uh, I crushed a good amount of Mountain Beach Sours last night. And again, just one of my favorite beers. Super crushable. Mm -hmm. Doesn't get you completely lit. Just nice buzz that you can ride out. Um, Just amazing. Man. Great way of putting it. Perfect plateau beer. Yes, exactly. It's all about the plateau. Yep. You gotta climb to the plateau and just stay there as long as you can. Yep. It's uh my favorite. You can try out some of our other favorites, the Mile High City Golden Ale, Strawberry Sky, the Fun Slinger. I think we have Fun Slinger deals at the bar this whole yeah, month. Four bucks. Yeah. That is a hell of a deal. Also a very crushable good beer. Yes, absolutely. You can find out where all these delicious beers are located if you use Breckenridge Brewery's beer locator at www.breckbrew.com. Find a Breck Brew near you. Uh, thank you, Jabriel. I'm a true goat. Let's go. I agree. <laughs> uh, let's get to 200 likes at least. Please. Hook us up. Also, subscribe to the podcasts on Apple Podcasts and Spotify. And we would greatly appreciate your five-star review. Hell yeah. Brian said, Jake is hungover. I knew it. I'm not. I'm I not. am. <laughs> No, I went home. I mean, I had like one more beer at home, and then I went to lay down. Oh, I love a, I love a late night home beer. Yeah, it's the best. Mountain Beach shower. It's a little nightcap. Um, I did not go home. I went out to I another heard. bar. Yeah, had a great time. Not as great of a time when I woke up at six thirty this morning. Yeah, you're a trooper for that. It's just like a natural thing. I'm sure. The uh, over 30 crowd in the comments can relate to this. Like when I drink, I just like naturally wake up early and I like, can't go back to sleep. Yeah. Oh, I've had that happen before. The worst. And my phone was just buzzing and I was like, I want to look at my mentions. Oh, that was me all last night. I just spent like hours on Twitter mm-hmm. taking this all in. Yep. Joy scrolling. It's the opposite yep. of doom scrolling. <laughs> all right. What do you guys want to talk about? Travis, Jake, where you get that Colorado hat? Can't find that one. That is from our friends at 10th and Uni. 10th and Uni hooked it up for the boys. Yep. Shout out to the And guys. girls. Yes. Uh, what Illegal Pete's menu item goes best with number two barbecue sauce? This actually reminded me that I used to get at one of the burrito places a barbecue style burrito that was actually really good. Interesting. But I'm thinking you go like barbacoa burrito Mm -hmm. or or something along those lines um and then like go light on the salsas but you can still go cheese sour cream and all that and then if you just used barbecue sauce as the sauce it would slap or just do a chicken quesadilla and dip it in barbecue sauce. there you go there you go chicken cheese barbecue sauce yeah that's gonna work uh steven 2023 2023 the year the nuggets finally get past the lakers in the playoffs and the year the buffs finally beat usc yes let's go huge year for colorado greater than uh, uh los angeles let's slash go. california manifest it um dcb did coach prime have his foot surgery yet yes he did last week right yep and poor guy man i know sounds like everything went always well, something with that th- with that foot 
He's a trooper, bro. Yep. What's up, Chad? Uh, we heard anything about the new uniforms, why it's secret, because the way Cordell Stewart's eyes lit up, I can't wait to see them. Yeah, man. We have not heard details. I've heard a couple things here and there, but um, I got a lot of respect for the equipment people. So, uh, you know, mm -hmm. this, that's their thing. We'll let them uh, yeah. let them, you know, feed it out. And, and I also just haven't confirmed that stuff, but it sounds like they're going to be making a lot of uh, a lot of fun things for the buffs. We said we had we heard Neely say more combos than Oregon. Oh, yeah, they're coming. You know, Coach Prime's going to have the guys uh, looking pretty nice on the field. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Nicholas, how do you all feel about CU's chances to land Demetrius Freeney? So he visited... Uh, my mind's a mess. I can't remember when he visited. It was sometime not too long ago. There you go. Um, recently. Very recently. He posted picture or Barstool. CU Barstool posted uh, some pictures from that visit. They also had a tweet that mentioned his top schools. <laughs> Just scrolling down their timeline, and I see the pick of Spencer with the corn dog. <laughs> oh my god! <laughs> oh my god! Um, who was it in the comments who said, "I I'm scared to see what, what's going to happen to RK if the Buffs win"? Uh, as Jabriel, scared to see how RK will react to the Buffs go to the Natty. <laughs> um. So. I'm also scared. Colorado, Oklahoma, Louisville, and Houston. It looks like Demetrius Freeney's um, decision between those four. Any relation to Dwight? I do not know. This is a JUCO kid, though. Um, okay. The San Mateo College kid. I actually think he's a 2024 JUCO kid. Okay. I can look it up, though. Mine as well. Uh, Drico, interesting question. Well, the helmet stickers return like back in the day. Like, uh, what do they call those? Those, the little ones. Helmet stickers. No, but I thought there was a, a term for them, like something other than just helmet stickers. <laughs> I don't know. Anyways, <laughs> I doubt it. Yeah. I, I don't think. Did Demetrius, JSU do it? I don't think so. I don't think so either. I don't think many schools do it. Anymore. Anymore, yeah. I mean, Michigan, Ohio State, but other than that. Michigan does it, too. Mm -hmm. They started with Harbaugh. Interesting. Mm -hmm. It is kind of a cool thing, but it doesn't look that great. That was always my favorite thing back in, like, youth football. I was like, yeah, I got a helmet stick. Yeah, this for week. sure, for sure. Uh, I don't think this guy's related to Dwight Freeney. Okay. Uh, Key, who's y'all's favorite corner... Favorite for third corner behind Travis and Cormani. I say O'Marion Cooper. I think so, too. Um, guy was pretty proven at Florida State and has that relationship with Coach Chaney and Coach Prime. So people are saying pride stickers. That's what I thought for a second, pride too. Pride stickers. And then it didn't feel right when I was about to say it. JSU didn't. Reward decals. Gold stars. Gold stars. <laughs> That just makes it sound kind of I know, like I exactly. don't want one. Yeah, exactly. I don't want a gold star. <laughs> you imagine Coach Prime going up to Shador, congratulations, Shador, you got a gold yeah. star. Puts it on his helmet. Uh, what else we got? Javriel, what stickers do I have on this thing? I got a DMVR sticker. I got a, a Where the Wild Things Are sticker. Nice. Uh, Dwight Schrute. I got La Cumbre Brewing in Albuquerque, Stone Brewing, I think, in Albuquerque. A couple band stickers. We got Nux on there. 
Some stickers from Hawaii too. There you go. Quite a few. I, I have two water bottle. bottles. I've been I, I rotate through them. The other one is covered in stickers. This one I keep it clean. Yeah, I'm gonna need to buy a new one. I busted the bottom of this thing the oh, other yeah. day. Yeah. Mine too. It's destroyed. Everyone around here calls this my emotional support water bottle. I bring it everywhere. <laughs> That's something Susie would say. Yes. <laughs> yes, absolutely. How many scholarships are left? Like eight? Uh yep. Yeah. Yep. Seventy-seven. Eight scholarships left. Pretty crazy. And the buffs are now over 300 players coming to the camp on the 31st. Yeah. Getting hyped about that. Hopefully we can go. 300 guys. If 1% are good, three scholarships. You know they're going to find something yep. from that. If you get one guy out of it, it's a dub. Um, what else do we got? Is that it? One more. Ooh, good question. Um, when will there be new? When will there be new swag on the site? You would know this. Sometime after this Nuggets run. Okay. Sweet. So, nuggets getting a lot of uh, attention right now, obviously yeah. for a good reason. Uh, but sometime after that, during the summer, definitely in the lead up to camp and whatnot, we will have some more buffs gear for sure. Um, last question I saw. CJ, where do y'all see mm. Jaquez Robinson fitting in in the secondary? Um, I mean, it would have been between him and yeah. Omer and Cooper for me. Um, I th he's going to play. Yes. Yes. He's going to play for sure. Um, I mean, just with the way this roster is trending with how many safeties there are. And of course, you have two players. Well, you have one player who you know is going to play both ways. And then Cormani, who he said he wants to play both ways. You're going to need at least, I don't know, three, four more corners that are solid behind them. Yep. And I feel like they have that. Jaquez will play. Is that it today? All right. Good show. That was fun. Appreciate you guys. Appreciate all the Lakers fans who could handle our ribbing. Yep. And uh, and take that L on the way out. Take that L on the way out. <laughs> Skull buffs. Skull buffs.